Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 The Cave, Mikey Intern, uh, Jay Stevens in the studio. Stink. It is Thursday and time for Dark Side of the Stream. Yeah. Uh, today is my pick. Uh, we watched Woodstock 99. I was Wicked. a what sophomore, junior in high school, something like that. Sophomore, junior, I think I was a sophomore. Um, going into that year, and uh, a lot of these bands that were in the documentary were some of my favorites. Not all of them, right? Right. Um, some yeah, I did. Was... I was very much against, but uh, Woodstock '99 was. You know, they always talk about. Um, you know, the 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 decline of rock started when uh, you know Lennon was shot. I don't agree with that at all. Oh yeah, but I, you know what? I would. I would say, say the, the decline of rock may have started in Woodstock '99. Decline of the uh, hippie movement, maybe. Oh well, definitely that. But, but yeah, '99 was. Um, I mean, late '90s. It was a certain. You know, that type of music was. It's got its distinct sound, kind of like it, the '80s has a distinct sound. Yeah, the yeah. 90s, does, late the '90s, 90s has did, a distinct but sound. This was definitely the death of the '90s, um, yeah, for I, sure. I didn't know how how crazy this event ended up being. I think because late '90s, I was kind of out of the loop on this kind of stuff. You know, I was actually. Uh, I had a hustle going. This '99, I had a hustle. shocker. Oh, okay. Tell us about <laughs> your go. side hustle. This is, these are this, some. But look, find out about Jay's side hustles. That should be its this own. could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> in '99, I was living in LA, and I had a hustle going where I would. I had a guy bringing in containers of those Razor scooters. Remember the oh, Razor yeah, scooters? Oh yeah, yeah. This guy would bring in containers of a knockoff brand from China, and I would buy them from him for fifty bucks. And I'd sell them for a hundred bucks on eBay and stuff like that. And at there were some points when I would load my entire Ford Explorer up with these scooters and go and deliver them. I, I would sell tons of them. This was my summer of '99. Just sitting this at the beach, yeah. selling, sitting at the beach, ding, 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 and then selling, just box them up and to, ship to them to off. Suburban them moms up. in Missouri, yeah, 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 later yeah. go <clears> see. <throat> Uh, as the front yeah. man for machine, we'll machine guns. Yeah. Hey, I, I probably I sold you a scooter. I sold you a scooter, I sold you a scooter back in the day. <laughs> <clears throat> Overpriced scooter. Anyway, that probably it fell was apart. wacky, right? <laughs> wacky. It was. Um, I definitely remembered it because it was all over. Because obviously uh, MTV was still playing videos at that time. And still a big part of my life in 99. And so I think I remember most of the coverage from Woodstock 99 was definitely on MTV. See, I didn't it was watch just that like, stuff. I oh, didn't dude, watch that. It, oh, I did because I was in high school, you know, and that's who it was made for. Um, and I, I followed it because it was like every day you would just see like you know just this complete destruction. It got worse. It the crazy part is it was like bad, worse, worse. Like it was like a snowball of madness. Yeah, it, it, it was a bad, bad <clears throat> deal. And uh, they definitely get into that, which we're going to get into. Dark side of the stream discussing Woodstock '99. Did it all for the nookie. The cave. 104.7 The K, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream, discussing the documentary on HBO Max, which we didn't mention last hour or last break. Uh, it is Woodstock 99. And, um, you know, a couple of years ago, they did the uh, Fire Festival documentary, which showed how uh, just that thing became yeah. a huge nightmare. Frap but show. before the Fire Festival, even though this thing wasn't a huge pyramid scheme, it also was a huge Nightmare, which started off, uh, it was in Rome and New York um, in, 19, in the summer of 1999, and it was uh, extremely 
hot. That was the first thing they kind of get yeah. out. It was the first a, clue. The first clue is gonna be bad. And then also the heat. This don't think that. I mean, don't think of you think of Woodstock and you're thinking of like you know there's lakes and it's wooded grass and there's fields and it's yeah. Like, this one you was can find shade. This one was asphalt. Right? This is literally on an old airstrip runways. And it was like if you've ever been on a heat, if it, a hot day, and I'm looking at you, road crew guys, right now because my dad sold asphalt for years and I've been out to do road jobs. Today. He took me to these things all over freaking Southeast Missouri when I was a kid. I have never seen anything as hot in my life. Like you, it's so hot outside. The asphalt is popping. It sounds like, you know, when you have a, uh, cocoa pebbles or whatever, you pour milk on it, it starts to crackle and pop in there. You know, that's what it sounds like. It's so hot. You can see it. It's, it's unbelievable. So like lava, it, like lava. Yes, exactly. Well, that's essentially what it is. So, so these guys are on, that's the first thing. Okay. And the everyone had to walk to the stages on these just absolutely just so hot stuff. Now, couple that with the idea that you've got vendors out there that are trying to make a living, right? They're selling, and this is in 99. This actually kind of blew me away. Because you think, you go, I remember the first time I went to a concert, you know, and they were like $40 for a shirt. And I was like, what in the hell are you talking about? That wasn't that long ago. That was what, 10 years ago, maybe? Okay, so we're well into the 2000s. At Woodstock 99, they were selling burritos for $10. Now, right now... That's pretty much what a burrito costs. We pay that now. And that I, was, I, I was at LAX, and I paid $20 for a burrito. And that was this year, right? Two That's, years yeah, ago, two years year ago, something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I get it. They're ripping us off big time. But this was in 99. Ten dollars for supposed a to be three bucks in ninety nine, dude. You were still getting whoppers for a dollar in ninety nine right, all right, day. Right, right. Hot dogs and sandwiches were five. A ten inch pizza was twelve. But the big thing that, and I guarantee you, this is where it all started, was they were selling bottles of water. They wouldn't like if you wanted to go get your water, you had to like go all the way out to the camping grounds, and then you'd have to come all the way back. And there were everyone was trying to get free water because it was costing four dollars a bottle. So. What ended up right there, and the, what I'm trying to say here is, when you think about Woodstock in '69, it was just a festival put on by, by a bunch of hippies that had no idea what they were doing, and it was like, oh yeah, this guy's showing up, this guy's showing up. They the were lineup was whacked. It, it was just, it was, it, it just, they got lucky. '99 Woodstock was a bunch of people trying to make money on the idea of what they had done in Woodstock right, and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and, and it, you know, it, and it is what it is. But the fans did not like that. And the that. bands of that era were way more aggressive oh, and, and aggro yeah, and, 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 that, and, and pissed and, off. And, and, and that's where we're going next. Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern. We're in the studio. It's Dark Side of the Stream discussing the documentary <laughs> Woodstock 99 on HBO Max. Now, we've already got into the whole thing of, of kind of setting the stage. It was hot. Uh, it co- everything costs way too much money. Now, at one point, Kid Rock's playing a show, and he actually demanded that people start throwing plastic water bottles, trying to make a, a statement of how much it costs. And and you know, we like him or love him, Kid Rock it definitely does stirred cool things. Pot. You know, he stirred the pot, but definitely he he puts his money where his mouth is. If you've ever seen him, especially recently, they have like that twenty dollar all inclusive thing where you get like a drink, a shirt, and stuff. And he, oh, I didn't he know makes that. he makes the shows affordable to his fans. Good which I, again, I'm not a big Kid Rock guy, but I'll tell you if it, the, you know your business model, and he he's got enough money, Good he wants him. to make it enjoyable for everyone, and 
He's been living that, I guess, since 1999. Jay brought up a good fact. These bands that were, not all of them, because, you know, bands like George Clinton were there. There were a few, yeah. but They're but not aggressive. Most, most, of, most of the headliners were. Not, not, not aggressive. James Brown, yeah. not aggressive. But then you got guys like Limp Bizkit. The big hitters at the time were Limp Bizkit, Corn, Insane, Rage. Yeah, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Um, College the, guys pumped up were, on on and aggression rage, yeah. and testosterone yeah. and drunk, and, and then like the one promoter guys or or one of the legal guys said it best. He goes, "You've got all these crazy people getting nuts, mosh pit, and then you've got Fred Durst up there. Give me something to break. Give me." And so, yeah, and that's where it you, all started. I'm not a Limp Bizkit fan, but that song you listen to, you're like, "Yeah, I want to break something." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is this is okay. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. And it, man. When they were tearing the plywood and guys are crowd surfing, standing up on sheets surfing of plywood. On pieces of plywood. It all started with break stuff oh, and man. everyone just went nuts. And and they did. They they broke stuff. Um and to a, a point, Fred Durst egged him on. I mean, he said, Don't let anyone get hurt. But told, I don't think you should mellow they told out. Fred to mellow out and chill him down, and he did not. No. He went right he, out he there. He pushed and said, it, he pushed it hard. Then they go into uh, you know, it, it's it's it is what it is. I do love that later on, Les Claypool, one of my guys, Primus, did say about Fred Durst, Woodstock was just Durst being Durst. His attitude is no press is bad press, so he brings it on himself. He wallows in it. Still, he's a great guy, which, you know, it is what it is. But they definitely incited right. I mean, if you look at what, if you look at the very definition of what incitement of right is, Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit man. definitely did that. I and, just couldn't uh, believe the stuff I was seeing, man. And, and the negative thing that is that, yes, if, if you're trying to stick it to the man and all that stuff, that's not what this was. This was people trying to stick it back to the festival organizers that put it on a blacktop, that were charging them $4 for a bottle of water, that just did a really crappy job of, of performing. And then you've got these bands on stage that, yeah, you're right on the money. They're angry. They're pissed off. They pushed them to this thing, and they responded in kind. Now, unfortunately, there was a ton of sexual assaults that happened that night. Um, a lot of people got messed up that got thrown into it. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it was a bad, bad deal. ATMs were tipped over and broken. Merch, merch places just were just destroyed. If, if you get a chance, watch this documentary. You won't believe it. It's eyes unbelievable. And, it, it, and it's so and crazy. And then came the candlelight vigil. <laughs> yeah, which I'll let Jay tell you all about next Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The K, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens. We're back in the studio one final time on this Thursday to discuss Woodstock 99, which would uh, just become a massive dumpster fire. You know what? If, if you want to look at the idea of what the, the meme for a dumpster fire came from, I yes. think it all started all in Woodstock 99. 99 Woodstock 99, right. That was definitely a dumpster fire. Man, um, but yeah, they, they had a lot of they badness. They destroyed the place pretty much, and then all of a sudden there was a... Uh, a Group trying to do good, I would assume. They were handing out candles because they said, we're going to have a candlelight vigil on this night. Well, you give all these guys that have been raging, thrashing, destroying stuff, candles and lighters now all of a sudden. Instead of break stuff, it was, let's light stuff. And you start seeing fires pop up. And this was when it got crazy. Red Hot Chili Peppers were actually playing when this happened. And it kind of started, I guess they were doing under the bridge. People started pulling these up. Well... <laughs> you do this after you know you have a, a night or everyone literally like destroys the grounds. Uh oh, we lost Jay for a second. I'm back, and he, he it was whoever said let's get let's hand these people lighted sticks. 
definitely we didn't think this through because instead of just holding them up and being peaceful, they lit the entire place on fire. Yeah. Uh, Bonfires, moshing. Yeah. I mean, porta parties on fire. And then, the, and then the Chili Peppers do Sir Psycho Sexy, and then they do Jimi Hendrix's Fire, which just egged it on right. even more. Um, so they're just massive fires. Which, by the way, uh, Chili Peppers completely naked on stage. If Lee was completely naked on stage, you can see his whole package and everything. He does not Clearly care. Defined. He's like a baby boy running he around in his care. parents' house. Naked out naked there performing like on the stage. Naked was born. And at one point, uh, Kiedis actually said, you know, it was it was actually kind of cool to see that out in there. It was kind of like Apocalypse Now. I don't know how you can say I'm sure, in the well, same from sentence, his view, maybe. this was cool, but it was like Apocalypse Now. Uh, that doesn't really make sense to me how you can look it out and be madness. like, I'm on stage and luckily I'm, I'm, I've got right. some people. I've got a helicopter But I don't really think that, I mean, how good is the security yeah. here, guys? He wouldn't have said that if he had to walk through the crowd to get to his car or I something, mean, you know what I'm saying? You're lucky that it didn't turn into an eat the rich situation where yeah they're pissed off at the f- festival it promoters and the vendors crazy. are charging too much but then at the end of the day they're also looking at these guys on stage that are millionaires going hey you're making a million dollars let's get this guy yeah like um, Moby might have been the smartest guy of the whole gang <laughs> Moby comes in to do an electronic DJ set and he's like Something is not right. No. Let's get out of here. As soon as he was done, boom, he bounced out. And, 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 and uh, that is another thing I want to talk about real quick because we're almost out of time. But I really did like the amount of different uh, insights you got from the perspective of the artist and everyone involved from yeah. the outside. Because you can look at the picture and you and can look at attendees. Yeah, and attendees Points too. Points of view from them. Um, like, and, and I just, oh my goodness gracious, Snake's woo. Alive. It was a uh, definitely a garbage dumpster fire and probably the reason, or they I don't think they've ever done another Woodstock. They tried to do the 50th anniversary. They were supposed to and they did But this was, this was literally, I I don't, you know, it, it, uh, not a not a good not a good scene, man. So uh, dark side of the stream, as we always do at the end of this. How many dumpster fires are we going to give this? How many porta potties on yeah, fire? How many porta potties do you want? Uh, I'm going to give it a five, just because yeah, I was so shocked. I, I, I was literally shocked. It was it was it it, it could have been a four hour documentary. I remember it being uh, at the time. I remember hearing that it was you know crazy festival gone wrong or whatever. But you did not know to what level until you actually see. As uh, someone that watched it unfolding from his, you know, parents' house in Springfield, Missouri, uh, in high school, I can tell you, I didn't know everything. And uh, to get gain the perspective from the people that played there and the guys that were there and lived it, yeah. and the girls, um, it's a it's a it's a trip for sure. So if you want to know uh, why the '90s died in 1999 in Rome, New York, watch Woodstock '99 on HBO Max. Uh, Jay, what's the next documentary we're going to watch? Oh, is it on me? Gosh, well, we did heist already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was heist. the last one you picked. Should we do Val or should we not do Val? What's Val? Val Kilmer. Uh, yeah, let's do Val. Let's Val do Val. Kilmer. Let's do the Val, Val Kilmer yeah, yeah, documentary Val. just let's came out Val. on let's Amazon. It's um, it'll give us a chance to. I mean, because it's it's sad. Uh, it's it's he's it's, Batman, dude. He, he he's he's Batman. He's Jim Morrison. I mean, there's Jim a lot, Morrison. Yes, he's a lot of things. I, he's, I, he's 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 a the better, man. Wait, he's I, that, a better Jim Morrison than Jim Morrison. Actually, like well, recently, my wife I, I, she laughs at me because one of my favorite movies is Commando. Arnold is arguably my favorite action star of all time, and he can do no wrong. And and when you're watching these movies, it's like. Did he really just throw a pipe into someone's body? Like, there's no way you could physically do that. But you know what? Arnold Schwarzenegger can. And I feel the same way about Val Kilmer. Is he really Jim Morrison? Absolutely he is. Yeah, like, he's, he's a Holiday. better Jim Morrison he's than Jim Morrison, and, man. And I love Val Kilmer, so that's what we're doing next. As always, you can uh, download this as a podcast on our 104.7 The Cave app. You can follow along with us live and in color on Facebook Give every me Thursday. something to break. 
9 Give me something to break. Don't listen to Jay. Give me something peaceful, to break. Man. Give me something to break. <laughs> it's Dark Side of the Stream. Give me something to break. 104.7 The Cave.